With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are now listening to Vigilantes Radio, presented by the only one media group. This is the people's choice for quality interviews, celebrities, and special guests. Hosted by Demetrius Dinny Reynolds. Call in to join the mix at 701-801-9813. For the complete archive of episodes, visit onlyonemediagroup.com and be sure to like us on Facebook at Vigilantes Radio. We welcome all. Enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your host, Demetrius Houdini Black Reynolds. Enjoy the show. At dollarseed.com, all of our seeds are only a dollar a pack. And we have online resources that teach you all about the rewarding hobby of growing your own plants, flowers, herbs, and vegetables. Imagine the joy you'll feel when your children actually help you harvest your first garden crop. Or the pride of knowing you'll never need a florist again. Visit dollarseed.com and grow a little magic of your own for just a dollar. dollarseed.com. What could be healthier? Hello, hello, hello. What is going on, guys? Welcome to another incredible episode of Vigilantes Radio Live right here on iHeart's Radio. And I am your host, Dini. It's time to go over to the phone lines. We have another special guest for you guys, so you definitely want to stick around for that. And as a matter of fact, uh, go ahead and text your buddies, family members, or even share it on social media right now. And let them know that we are about to dive deep into another interview. Before I bring my guest on, I just want to ask the question. What do you see? Mm. Like, what do you mean, Danny? Okay, check it out. Some people look at the world around them and see endless problems. Others look at the same world and see unlimited opportunities. Some people look at their job and see a way to just get by. Others look at a similar job and see ways in which they can distinguish themselves. Some look at what must be done and become discouraged. Others look at what can be done and become like excited, you know, ready to tackle it. There are those who are skilled at seeing the excuses and there are others who are able to see the possibilities. What do you see? What you see depends not on what's there so much as it depends on what you're looking for. And those who enjoy success and achievement are those who are able to see that success and achievement. What can you be? have and accomplish and even experience depends not so much on where you're looking as it does on what you decide to see. Mm. 
take that from me, Coach Nini. That is my word, and word is bond. Have you struggled budgeting your finances? Don't worry, you're not alone. Humbledbudget.com, that's H-U-M-B-L-E-D-B-U-D-G-E-T.com is the help and resource you've been searching for. Humbledbudget.com is a personal finance and educational website with a great variety of topics when it comes to budgeting, taxes, investing, and the popular topic of FIRE, financial independence, retire early. Humbledbudget.com has a goal, and that's to help you reach your financial dreams, no matter what your goals are when it comes to finances. It doesn't matter where you start, where you come from, or where you are right now. Humbledbudget.com can help. What are you waiting for? Take that first step to the financial life you've dreamed of and go to humbledbudget.com. That's H-U-M-B-L-E-D-B-U-D-G-E-T. Humbledbudget.com. All right, all right. Again, welcome to the show, guys. You are listening to Vigilantes Radio Live right here on iHeart Radio, and I'm your host, Dini. Our interviews are designed to go beyond music, news, books, art, acting, films, technology, education, entrepreneurship, entertainment, and sometimes even past that thing that we call the ego. Our interviews are designed to go behind the scenes and into the minds of these incredible human beings. You know, the ones who are out there giving it their all for me, for you, and for the world. And with that, let's welcome our guest, author, and medical expert. Dr. Ife Akanabu. All right, all right, all right. Welcome, welcome to the show. How are you? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Thank, uh, thank you very much. And good evening. Ah, I'm glad to hear that. And I'm excited that you're here with us. Yeah, for sure. So uh, I just want to welcome to the show. Um, and I want to know about your life in Nigeria before you became a medical practitioner and an author. What was that like? Well, I have lived in various places on, on, in this earth. You know, I was born, I was born in Cameroon, but uh, at, at the, yeah, but I moved to Nigeria when I was in high school. You know, I did. You know, then from you know from Nigeria, yeah, I, I did my university in, in in Lagos, University of Lagos. That's where I went to medical school. Then from there, I progressed to I went to the UK to do to do a master's in health management. Before, you know, I went back to Nigeria. I worked for a while before I came to Canada. That was my life journey. <laughs> wow. But those are some awesome places to live. Which one was your favorite? Maybe Nigeria, because I live yeah. longest there. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, why are you interested in children's mental health? Okay, yeah. If you look at, I mean, if you, I mean the rising cases of uh, mental health, uh, mental illnesses, you know, I mean, it's uh, both locally and, you know, even in the world at that large, you know, in our society, it's, it's a big deal, right? And what is more concerning is the stigma that is associated with mental health. People don't want to talk about it, even though it is really disastrous, right? And then, um, yeah, people don't want to talk about it. And the reason why I'm particularly, I'm starting with children is because, it present, it, you know, the, the presentation in children is atypical. Unlike in in the adults or older people, where people are withdrawn, they look, you know, they're down. They they don't they don't have any drive. They you know they are they are adding weight. They are weak. It's different for children because all they can just present with is abdominal discomfort. They don't feel like going to school and things like that. So, and I feel that. Um, so in that in that way, a lot of people can identify it. You know, it's difficult to actually say a child is depressed because you assume that maybe he's not happy or she's not happy, and that's the reason why I said I think it's time to actually 
educate parents and their caregivers so that we can identify it early and address it as soon as we can. Absolutely. And uh, as I mentioned before, when I was opening the show, you know, people see problems like that and run away, as you just mentioned. You know, it's, it's a subject that we d- just don't want to talk about, knowledge, or even deal with. You know, we'd rather call a professional to deal with it because uh, it could be tremendous, you know. Uh, but you saw an opportunity. You saw uh, potential in these young minds that, hey, you know, somebody needs to step in and help them, you know, find their way. And you did that. Um, and uh, so I took my hat to you for that. Uh, Thank you, you very th- much. Yes, sir. What do you think or where do you think um, children's mental health come from? Like, like, where is what is the root? Yeah, it, I think it's, I'll actually say it's multi-dimensional, let me put it that way, or, or rather it, it, it can actually come from, from a lot of different things. For example, it can be an illness, you know, so let's say for example, a lot of children who are, you know, who are obese or who are adding a lot of weight, you know, sometimes we think that maybe, and, and maybe they're struggling with uh, maybe self-image and things like that. They might just have a medical condition like with thyroid problems. It can be a medical condition. Then sometimes it can also be issues around the family. For example, uh, child neglect or child abuse or sexual uh, assault and things like that. They eventually grow up to have serious problems in the future. And then it can also it, then it can also come from other things like you know if somehow they come from homes where uh, there's drug use and things like that, or maybe bad company as well. It can all trigger these things in our, you know at those ages. And then also some lifestyle that you know some things that we talk rates in our homes can actually be can actually be the cause for example in this day and time where children have very less time to for outdoor activities you know all they do is stay in their homes with gadgets and things you know all they do is gadget ipads and it can actually be a problem because this isolate them you come in a home you see a father a mother and and two and siblings and you know and children and their siblings all they do, everyone is on their iPad or nobody is talking to each other. So therefore, they are isolated and they can actually become depressed. So all and it doesn't allow them, you know, you know, exercise and you know, control weight and things like that. Where eventually that to prevent issues with self-image or obesity in the future or bullying and things like that. So it is, I actually say, the, the, it can actually come from a, a lot of different things. Yeah, and that's the reason why we need to educate parents and caregivers. Yeah, for sure. I was just going to mention, um, do you think pop culture plays a, a role in children's mental health? Um, I know I know. growing up myself, um, and I even questioned this as, the, as an adult. It's like, yo, mom, was something wrong with me as a kid? She's like, no, you were, you were fine. It's just you got to a certain age and you begin to act out. And I just, you know, remember like vivid memories of, of being like a three-year-old, not talking to anyone, you know, just being very, very, very reserved. And I think I developed that because I don't know, maybe I wanted a fairy tale life, you know, the uh, movies painted, you know, all these riches and things like that. And because my family didn't have that, maybe that affected my happiness when I actually, when I look back now as an adult, I had everything, two parents in the home, siblings, no problems, you know, uh, what do you think? Yes, that's a good point. Now, it's also possible that maybe your your parents did not know a lot then, which is natural. Even my own parents, too, they, you know, I'm sure that they didn't know a lot. Because right now, things, you know, we are beginning to know a lot, and that's the reason why we 
when we teach these things very early. Yeah, so it's, it's possible, yeah, culture and all that can actually affect a lot of things. For example, these days, there's this particular series that I remember that, you know, it was quite popular. It was a very popular series on TV. It was a, a series on, you know, about teenagers and all that, in the, or rather, yeah, about teenagers. I haven't watched it, but I remember that. I, I did, you know, I read a, a research that actually said that there was, an, there was a spike in the suicide rate of teenagers who watch that program or who follow that series, right? And whenever I see them in the clinic, I always ask any, any teenager I see in the clinic, I will ask them, you know, do you watch this? I try to discourage them. I don't know much about the program. So the things they see, for example, I, li- I once listened to a preacher some years ago. He said, the av- you know, I think that was in 1985. He said that the average child in America, before they get to the age of 17, they have watched at least 15,000 murder scenes, murder scenes on TV. So all these things have a way of, uh, you know, of affecting the, of affecting our children. I remember a care a caregiver telling me once that she was taking care of this seven-year-old boy, and she was very worried because, according to her, this guy was always playing video games. And what was the video games all about? Shooting and killing police officers you know, killing police mm-hmm. officers. So the question is, what type of a person would that child grow up to become? And therefore, there's a need to control the things our children watch. Not every TV program is necessary. Not ev- not not every gadget, they don't have to play with every gadget. There have to be some regulation, some control, you know, so that we, we need to be sure. I remember as a child when I was growing up, every movie that I ever watched when I was a child, my parents would first of all watch it to be sure that it was. You know, it was safe for me too. But those things are not there anymore. So children watch a lot of adult movies and things, and somehow they expose a lot of things. And then the internet as well, internet bullying and things like that. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, growing up, my parents had a filter on the things that we watched. Exactly. Um, it was when I went to my cousin's house, so when everything was exposed, you know, and I was exactly. like, oh. Well, man, I've been in a bubble so long, man. It's like eyes wide open. And I come back home with all these ideas, and my dad's like, where you get this crazy thought from? And I couldn't really tell him because I'm a kid, but really, I think it was from the TVs and the movies that uh, my cousins were letting me watch. Um, man, when did your mission start uh, to uh, help with children's mental health? Okay, I actually, you know, I talk about mental health generally. Mm-hmm. The whole thing start. The whole thing started after I lost about. I lost some very close friends to suicide, right? And that was mm-hmm. what changed it for me, right? I mean, it was very painful. These are people I knew, and uh, you know, I was, you know, when it all happened, I was involved and I felt really bad. You know? I was like, you know what? I don't have to wait for for the consequences of men, of mental illness to come before we start, you know, become active. Have to start, you know. We have to be proactive. We have to go out there, create the awareness, you know, you know, especially in children as well. And back, back in Nigeria, you know, after my practice, I, I was, I was very, um, I was so much into HIV and tuberculosis. So that thing, those things kills. You know, I decided to, you know, to put, you know, to use them as well. So I decided, you know, to go out there to create this awareness, to talk about it, try to break through the stigma, and then yeah, that was actually what started. So I started with older ones. I remember during the COVID. 
it was so bad, you know, a lot of people were, you know, there was so much fear. People were really threatening to harm themselves and things like that. You know, we had to, I think that was actually when the thing really, you know, the thing really hit me really hard, you know. So I decided we talked, I did a lot. I remember some of the patients I had then. After talking with them, I would, you know, I would make some stories because I'm also, I mean, I've been a writer since childhood, right? So I would create a story about, um, about, uh, about uh, a need to live a life, hope and things like that. I remember one of the very first stories I wrote was, Please don't deny us you. You know, I gave it to some some of my you know some of my friends then to read so that they find hope. You know, and then I decided that you know what, if I can do it for the older people, you know, these people they, they understand we can educate older people, but it's different for the children. You know, so I decided that you know what, I know that older, the older people can actually help themselves to some extent, but children don't really you know they need support. And that's why I said, you know what, before, I, you know, as I'm even going with this, let me also start with it. Let me start with the children. So let me be more intense with the children and then, and then, you know, address things that way. Yeah. 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 Before we move on, I wanted to mention too, I think that program you were talking about, uh, the 13 Reasons Why on, on Netflix. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think so. Uh, okay. So let's dive into your books. Um, uh, it's a series called Motivate Our Champions. Uh, yeah. What did, did you? Well, you said you were writing as a young as a young person. Um, did you always envision yourself as a writer and published author? Yes. Yeah. I, I now from childhood I've been telling stories a lot. I remember, you know, I grew up in the days of Indian films, <laughs> Indian films mm-hmm. and Chinese movies. I remember then, you know. I remember I would go to school then, I would tell my, my, you know, my colleagues about movies. I would even sing the Indian songs. You know, most Indian movies have songs. <laughs> so yeah. I would tell them the story, I would sing it. So that's how I started, you know. Then, but I never really wrote the story that way. But during my university years, you know, one of my colleagues challenged me. I said, if you, you've been telling a lot of stories, you know, you, you read a book, you, te- you know, you, you, you discuss the, the book. I mean, you even make it more interesting than the book itself, right? So I decided that, you know, well, let me start putting this thing down, you know, as a story. So I started writing for my, you know, when I was in the university. I started writing, per se, when I was in the university. Then I tried to publish in Nigeria, but it was very challenging. I, I really tried. It was so challenging. But when I came down here, you know, I now learned about self-publishing and all that. So I decided to, you know, to make it a really full force. But then I was writing about anything. I was writing mostly about health. I could write stories about HIV, tuberculosis, and some other things. Generally, health issues generally. But since I came into mental health, I decided to, that I just start with mental health at night. And somehow, I mean, I don't, I can't really explain. But I decided that, you know what? Let me start with picture books for children. Since I was really trying to address the children part of it first, then I will, I will go. I will, after this, I will continue with uh, with adult, with books on mental health for adults as well. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about the books. Um, you have three so far that are that are released. Uh, Jane's Struggle, uh, My Grandpa is a Hero, and uh, uh, the third one just slipped my mind. Uh, Lila and the Bully. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, what was the inspiration for these particular series or these particular topics? Okay, now the 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 whole concept is that I'm trying to I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to discuss all the mental health conditions in in story forms right because um, picture books are a fun way of telling stories you know that if i mean 
it's not just telling stories, but you want to make sure that kids can actually, you know, they love it. They can, you know, the pictures there and things like that. So I decided that every health condition, all the health conditions, if I think about depression, anxiety, uh, ADHD, and all those things, I want, I want to tell stories around them. I don't just want people to pick, uh, I don't just want a child to pick up a book and say, oh, uh, depression, these are the signs, these are the symptoms, these are, these are, this, this treatment, no, you, that, that might be boring, but I want to put it in the story form, you know, Jack went over here and, did, and you know, things like that. And the whole concept also is that I'm also targeting the parents because I'm, I believe that once a parent is enlightened, once they understand, then certainly the children you know, will eventually go, you know, they will eventually educate their children and things like that. So these first three are about, this, the first three that I released were just for three conditions, but I'm hoping that in the future, maybe every three months or so, I'll keep releasing different uh, uh, stories on different topics, making them new story from so that children would, uh, would eventually love them. I grew up in the days uh, of uh, Lady Bird. You know, in those days, I read um, uh, uh, Snow White and the, and the Seven Dwarfs. If, if you remember, Jack and the Beanstalk and all those things. I grew up in those days, you know, of Lady Bird. So I'm hoping that I can, you know, I can replicate that same thing today. You know, I'm hoping that motivating our champion will eventually be a uh, a title, a household title, where any parent or any child, you know, would need some education on on how to live a healthy mental, you know, a, a, you know, mentally healthy, mentally, you know, can actually pick up one and read and you know, find, you know, get some knowledge so that they don't have to struggle when they grow up and things like that. Yes, sir. So I know this this is going to be probably a, a broad question, but um. Do you think some of those questions about children's mental health could be answered or solved if a certain knowledge or way of life was passed down through the generations that come after us? Yes, yes. The answer to that question is I give an example. Um, let's take an example. If, um, if um, how do I put it now? Um, in in a culture, yes, a lot. For example, in a, if um, if we had, if you look, if you go back to mental health, you discover that mental health can actually, if a parent is uh, had has struggled with mental health, it can actually affect the children a lot. You know, if you go back to history, it has it can be hereditary and things like that. So, but then in a family where those things are not really common. Uh, you know, those children can actually grow to be, you know, to be normal and all that. So, yes, the lifestyle of the parents have a lot to do with that. The parents who, are, who do drugs, parents who have struggled uh, maybe with suicide and things like that, can actually affect the child. And this is actually where, this is actually where I, most times when I try to address issues on suicide, what, what's, what I try to educate my patients is this. Remember, suicide is like a door. You know, I don't like saying this, but it's just a fact. Suicide is like a door. Let's say, for example, that um, this man, you know, I mean, life is not, we know that life is not a bed of roses. You know, it's up and down. There are hard times, there are good times and all that. But let's say, for example, that this guy struggled a lot. He did a lot. I mean, life was hard and somehow he committed suicide. Let me put it that way, right? When his student grew up, and they struggle a little bit, and maybe life is also hard for them, there's a chance of saying that, you know what, that didn't have to go through this. That didn't have to struggle with it. That had to take it an easy way, and they will follow that path. That's the danger of that. But let's say, for example, that that guy endured, he struggled. He, you know, he, he continued until it became life changed for him. Maybe, maybe he became a mayor. Maybe he became very rich. Then that would be a reason for the children not to go that path because they have someone to look up to. Yes. So yeah, 
So, and if you watch these days, mental health is more pronounced these days, unlike in the days of our parents. I have to be honest to you, uh, growing up in Nigeria, I didn't really know much about suicide, about all these things. I have to be honest to you, you know, but so everything has changed. And now, it's, I mean, it's quite popular down there as well because of the global culture, the, you know, we have, our world is a global village, you know, let me put it that way. So, yes, yeah, the answer to that question is yes. Yes, sir. I was hoping for that answer. Uh, man, I'm, I'm really trying to drive home that concept is that uh, we may not have had that from the generations before us, um, mm-hmm. doesn't mean we have to continue that pattern. Mental exactly. health is, is, is important. It's going, important. To, it's going to set the tapestry of our DNA and our generations after us. We're responsible for them, whether we uh, want to you know, acknowledge that or not. And I think we got to do, start doing things today to correct it. And, and, then, and I admire what you're doing uh, with your children's series to, you know, really drive home that message but in a way that they can understand it that's correct yes sir so uh how can we join the campaign and help raise awareness on child mental illness yeah yeah i think for i think first of all it's good to um to to study ours you know being parents or maybe older adults you don't have to have a child to actually start we can study we can study uh, we can read on the internet we can read books and then you can also, in yeah, books and all that. We have some other, uh, I've seen some other picture books on uh, mental health you know, that we can read through and then, you know, teach our children. And then some of the one, these ones I've written as well, I mean, they're a good resource because I had discussed with a, a lot of parents. I didn't just write it out of my own will, right? I sat down with some parents, we talked about it. Some of some parents, of, some of my uh, patients' parents actually gave me some talk as well. So I did a lot of survey to be sure that I was putting all the thoughts into a book, you know. Yeah, so reading the books, not necessarily my own, but other books on mental health, can, we can actually educate ourselves. And there are also some good programs, I have to be honest, there are some good programs on TV. Yeah, so lifestyle will help, help a lot, but reading to learn will actually, you know, will help us as, as individuals, as adults, as parents, and then we can actually pass that down to our children as an antiquity. Yes, sir. All right. Do you have any links that we can visit? Yes, yes. I would. Uh, yeah, there are some links. I will share them with you. Maybe I can. You, for example, in the books are on Amazon. You know, Amazon. Uh, most of the stuff like the bookstores as well as happy books. Although, although officially will be launched on the fourth of okay. uh, of this month, which is Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Well, man. Congratulations. How how are you going to celebrate? Well, I'm, I'm happy, you know, this is a dream, this is something I've really tried to, this is something I, uh, I, I've, I've, uh, I've worked a lot, you know, uh, you know I, I was hoping, I, my dad was a great uh, source of encouragement for me, so, so, I mean, seeing, you know, seeing this dream come true, I mean, it makes me really proud, I have to be honest. Absolutely. And listeners, we will include those links in the description of this episode, so all you guys have to do is click the links. And uh, connect and join in, join in, join in. This is not a one-man battle. This is an all-of-us battle because we're responsible for the for uh, the people coming after us. That's that's just what it is. All right, doctor, the good doctor, man. Thank you so much for joining us tonight, man. It was an amazing conversation that we had with you, at least in my opinion. Um, I think I learned a lot, and I think I know what I need to do for my own tribe as well. Uh, so thank you for that. 
Thank you so much. I really appreciate uh, you know bringing me into your program. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. All right, man. Have an incredible night in Canada. We'll talk soon. Yeah, you too. Yeah, you too. <laughs> bye bye. Yes, Good night. Thanks. Yeah. Bye. Thank you, my Vigilantes family, as always, for checking out my podcast over here at Vigilantes Radio Live. All episodes are available for free download, and you can grab it from either Spricker.com forward slash only one media group, Spotify, CastBox, iHeart's Radio, iTunes, YouTube, the app Podcast Addict, or over at our website which again is onlyonemediagroup.com and that goes for every single show that we've ever aired if you like to request music or send something for me to play email it to vradio at onlyonemediagroup.com that is v as in victor and here's my disclaimer we are genre free we do not judge and we absolutely do not base our opinions on hearsay but facts alone And actually, scratch all of that because all of my opinions are always right. That's the bottom line. This is my show, so deal with it. (laughs) Just kidding. On behalf of myself, Denny, I appreciate all you guys for tuning in, either afterwards or live with us. Spread the word because sharing is caring. We stepped up our game just for you guys and our guests to make sure that you have the best experience here on our show. Be sure to connect with me on Facebook twitter instagram tumblr snapchat tiktok at all social media sites as well as spreaker youtube we always follow back okay well just remember to put yourself into everything that you do and never stop investing in yourself peace love grilled cheese and talk with you later And now listening to Vigilantes Radio, the people's choice for quality interviews, art, music, and hot topics. Hosted by Demetrius Houdini Black Reynolds of the duo No Longer The Hero. All episodes of this podcast are available for free download at www.onlyonemediagroup.com. This is a 7th Sign Regime Rebirth Worldwide Syndicate Exclusive. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.